Hello, you beautiful, radiant, absolutely fantastic human beings. Welcome to I Got This, where we step into the space of remembering what we already know deep within us and, and allow for the timeless wisdom of, of the stars to move through us in order to raise the collective consciousness of humanity and bring out the sense of conscious community that, that is within each and every one of us but has just merely been forgotten in the hustle and bustle of modern life, as well as the conditioning of society. I'm your co-host, Dylan Hunter Olson. I am a transformational uh, (laughs) coach, an author, an entrepreneur, and an authentic masculinity expert. And I am on a mission to uplift and awaken one million men to their authentic selves by leaving behind the old, outdated modalities uh, that no longer serve them. And for that, and not their mothers, their partners, their children, or the world anymore. With that being said, I am honored to introduce the host of our show, my good friend and colleague, Aisha Hogan. She is the visionary and chief of the International Academy of Universal Self Mastery, lovingly known as I Awesome. And she is a spiritual life strategist and guru, world channel, and believes that collaboration is the way of the present and the future. Uh, she strives to find those that are lost, help the stuck move forward, and bring everyone she touches into mastery. Her goal is to remain in sync with the ultimate universal mission of higher vibration for the planet, for a contributive, optimal, and limitless future for us all. So with that, I welcome Aisha Hogan. How you doing, Aisha? Hey, Dylan, how are you? And thank you for that introduction. Thank you for yeah. that introduction. Ah, so um, I'm so excited to be here and I'm so excited to be talking about I Got This, this new podcast uh, that we've got going on right now, a video show and podcast. And the reason why I love this topic is just that because we're going to be talking about so many different um things that everyone's sort of been thinking about. I think that these these are thoughts that have been starting to go through everyone's head. And if you see my description of the show, I'm talking about remembering. And what that truly means is remembering who and what we are. And I'm not talking about who we were last week and who we were last month. I'm talking about who we were always before we came into what I like to call this experience. You know, um, I've been getting a lot of channeling lately and a lot of really great messaging coming through. And there was a time where I wouldn't tell people that that was what was happening to me because I was afraid to. I was afraid of what people might think. I was afraid of, you know, the judgment. I was afraid that I wouldn't be accepted. And I think now coming into this time, I shouldn't even say, I think I know coming into this time that we're in right now, that's no longer an option. So it's about stepping into my fears and saying, you know what, I think I've become like, you know, a world channel. I'm not going to say I'm Nostradamus or anything like that, but I definitely <laughs> am getting um, messages for humanity. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm loving that. I'm loving that. So one of the biggest messages coming through right now is that we need to remember. We need to remember who we are. And, you know, if you think about through the ages behind us, hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years, we've been conditioned, conditioned to believe that we are separate. He, she, we, it's in our language, you know, you, me, but really there's only I. You know, there's all of us make up this one eye. It's like fingers off the same hand. And I think we are evolving to this time where we need to remember that. Because we always knew it deep down inside. I say this and you know it, you know it to be true, but we don't live it in every moment. Right. And I'm going to ask Dylan what he thinks about this in a second. But the one thing I want to say is. You know, even the people who are consider themselves healers or holistic coaches or leaders, you know, we've got some big leaders out there um, that talk about energy and quantum physics and all of these different things. But are we really living it after we get away from the mic, after we get away from our clients, after we step away from all of that into our own personal lives? Are we living that connection 
all the time? Are we living what we, what we say? Or are we just looking at it as a concept, something that we should teach, something that's true, but are we really living it? What are your thoughts on that, Dylan? Well, I've been thinking about this kind of stuff recently about how each, you know, whether each one of us is, is like that of a tree or a cilia on a cell, you think of all the little hairs on a cell. So from the perspective of that, it looks like we're all isolated and separate, but we, we're all stemming and where we're all moving is like, as you, as you said, moving to that perspective instead of from the cilia from to the universal eye. Um, and I think what keeps us from truly applying that and living that is it's fear. Fear is our biggest limitation because what would who would we be? You know, that's our that egoic sense of who would I be without if I was just to let go of whatever this is uh, and and step fully into that experience, um, into the whole experience, you know, allow myself to experience it all instead of just this one little, you know, and I think it's. Um, it's from the perspective of the ego, it's it's terrifying because then the, the ego is rendered completely obsolete. <laughs> well, it's true. It's it's rendered obsolete, but it's also I mean, you could train it to become yeah, part, that is true. part of what you're doing and use it as your strength. But the interesting thing is, you know, through the ages, you know, maybe living separate was necessary. You know, that was part of the experience, because I think that, you know, as each one of us is an experience, and I really shouldn't say I think that this is actually what was told to me. So each one of us is an experience, you know, fingers from the same hand and the life that we're living is a journey. And, you know, why the experience though, right? So that was my question back was why the experience? If I'm source, if I'm source and if I'm connected in the way that you're, that, that the message was coming, then I already know everything. There's no need for me to understand this, Right. And the message back was, you don't need to understand it. You just need to remember it and reestablish it into your life. And that took me a little while to like get my head wrapped around that. Like it I totally resonated with me 100%. But it made me think like, oh my gosh, I actually don't live that way. I do think I, you, me, we, he, she, right? I'm not thinking about myself being source like we all are not just me i'm not walking around saying i'm source and you're not we all are and what if we could live this experience but have access to like when i say access to i don't mean like we all have access to it but what i'm trying to say is know that we have access to it live like we have access to it that we are already attached to the abundance we are already attached to everything that we want right the only thing that stands in the way is our limiting beliefs. That's it. That's the only thing between us and it. It's like this doorway that we just have to open the door, right? And then we can have everything that we want because we're already, we are already have it, right? It's so hard to explain in a sense that the other day I was trying to explain it to somebody and I said, I don't walk around, you know, when people say affirmations, you know, I am mm -hmm. abundance, I am this, I am that. They're still speaking of themselves as separate. They're not saying I as the universal I, I am abundance. They're saying I as me, like this person that I am, I am abundance. And then there's some resistance within them right away because it's like, they're not abundance. You know, maybe they're having money issues or whatever, right? So then there's this automatic abundance. But if they could think of themselves, if they could know and remember that they are I, the universal I, then of course they have abundance. I mean, I don't walk around saying I have two feet because I do, right? I don't say I have two arms because I do, right? So I am abundant means I am because I am, because well, I'm part of source. And maybe that's when, when teaching affirmations, you know, it's going deeper into the I am statements of saying like, like teaching the philosophy of I am before you're even using the, the affirmations, before you're going, I am abundant. No, you're going, do you understand I am? Do you understand what you are proclaiming by using those two words? What that, the power of that. And I, um, I think that really changes it. Cause I mean, I mean, we, I do affirmations every day, but it's, 
and definitely, you know, there's some days where I'm like, I more days that I believe it. And some days I don't believe it as much, <laughs> but it's like, you know, I even have some affirmations where it's like, I am like in the sense that I am an extension of source. I already have everything. And but in already not having an extension, that's just it. You're not an extension. I just, just am source. Like you're not an add on you. You're no, no, I know. I just like a, okay. Not an extension, an expression. You're an expression. I'll, I'll get that one. I'll get so expression. An so expression. When I that's asked better. The message back. I said, like, you know, in my, you know, when I was in that space, I said, okay, so if that's the case, if I'm source, then I already know all of this. And you know, why the, why the need for this life? Like, if it, I already know all of this, why, why the need for this life, right? Like why? And the answer that came back was that every experience. So if you and me and 25 people had a bite of an apple, everybody's experience would be different. The way that they would relate that would be different. Each experience is experience, so to speak, would be different. And that information is then relayed up to the collective consciousness, that one mindset consciousness, right? And from there, information is energy because information that we're feeding up right? So that information is energy and that energy is what is expanding the universe. So we're basically a tool to expand the universe through our journeys and experiences. Yeah. It's that we are an expressive means of the universe exploring itself and playing and creating. Basically we're like the gas in the car. Well, you know, Do are you we like the gas in the car or a part in a, in a motor? Like, you know, yeah. it's like we are this thing that allow this expression that allows us to help to expand the universe and not just those of us in like all life forms. Like, you know, tree, mountain, banana and anything else that's out there, you know, in the universe. So no matter what it looks like, no matter where it's living, no matter what it's doing, no matter what its purpose. The whole purpose is to expand the universe. Yeah. Limitless potential and creativity. Right. And so it's just this interesting sort of go round that's happening. And it took me about four days after this initial channel channel a couple of weeks ago that came in to sort of sit back and go, I don't know where I fit anymore. Like it, <laughs> I don't know where I fit right now. And you know, I felt like I was somewhere between this planet and somewhere out there in the universe. And I needed to like ground myself and just be like, okay, so this information is wonderful that came in, but how do I now, like I say the words I all the time now, and I'm, it's, and I feel like I'm saying a lie. I feel like every time I say the word I speaking about myself as separate, I feel like I'm lying. Like, I feel like it's not, it's not the right word to say. Right. Because based on what the information that I got, it's like, okay, so that means there is no, there's no Dylan, there's no Aisha, there's no like, there, that's all separate. You're there's an experience, I'm an experience, experience, but we're all part of the same thing, the same source, energy, higher power, whatever. So you would it just it. be this? So would it just be this experience? And that's it would be just, just what this we would, experience and that this experience. experience. And then we yeah. okay, that experience has a name to make it that, easy. To make yeah. it easy. But if you took all the pronouns out of, that was the weird part. So when I wrote down what I channeled, I had to remove all the pronouns. All of the I's, the we's, the you's, the me's, like I had to take them all out because I had to deliver the message in a more connected and, and I kind of a way. Mm. Speaking of us all as connected. So if you look at some of the biggest people out there, you know, they're on Gaia, they're like, they have their own big, and, and they're all delivering the message. But the question is, are they living it? Are they I, living that remembrance all day long when they're living their lives? Or do they go back to the separate? Hmm. I think that, I mean, we're seeing the shift. We're seeing this massive awakening and people are, they're beginning to remember. And I think the, the part where it's, where we fall back into the separateness or we choose the separateness uh, is um, a sense of like safety, 
maybe, because the world is still built on an infrastructure that is not suited for oneness. It's like uh, it, the but that's the imp- changing. It is changing. It is it's changing. changing because it has to because they've locked us at home. I don't think that they knew going into this that forcing us to stay home was actually going to cause a yeah. massive awakening. <laughs> because, I mean, think about it. If someone is hard of hearing or they don't have a good eyesight or they have no eyesight or, you know, they can't speak, usually their other senses are enhanced to make up for that. Yeah. Right. Now you've kept the fact that, you know, humans are meant to be, we're supposed to be connected to each other physically. Like we actually need to touch. We oh yeah. Need it gives, it gives us more vitality. Right. It makes so us when live we longer. take that away, what's going to happen? Well, our out of body senses are reaching out to each other. Our connection is being remembered. Yeah. Because we our didn't intuition need it because we were touching and it's like abilities. now we'll, well, thanks for forcing us to stay apart because that's really opening everybody up. Yeah, it's like, hey, what were you doing 10 minutes ago? And you call them <laughs> up and they're like, they're like, dude, I stubbed my toe. And you're like, I know you did because my toe hurts really bad. <laughs> I know that stuff's been happening to me a lot more where I'm like feeling things before they happen. And I'm like thinking of someone. And then what do you know? Give me a phone call. And I'm like, absolutely. That's been right. happening to a lot of people. And, you know, we live in, in a world of no coincidences. There's no such yeah. thing as coincidences. So everything is synchronistic. You know, I could, I was thinking about this morning when I woke up, I thought, oh, you know, it's spring seems springs came early this year and I need to call the vet to make sure I get Jasper's, you know, parasite, you know, the, the monthly things that they take for fleas and stuff. And that for I have you to guys enjoy. that don't know, Jasper is Aisha's pet bear. He's terrifying. (laughs) So, um, so I had to call the vet. So that's what I woke up with in the morning on my mind. And I sat down and all of a sudden a text came through my phone from the pet hospital saying, don't forget to pick up Jasper's, (laughs) you know, and this is the stuff that happens all the time. Right. It's all the time now. I just have to think of someone and they will call. I just have to think of a situation and it will happen. Something about it will happen that day. Yeah. And it becomes such a fun experience too. The more that you release, you know, you just allow yourself to really expand into it. And then it's just a really playful, it's just becomes a really playful experience where you're just super, it's really freeing. It's very liberating to just like, you're not afraid of it. You're just like, yeah, whatever, whatever comes, it's going to be taken care of. It's going to be, we're just going to lean into it. Yeah, exactly. And it's a nice feeling. Like when I go through my day now, I'm trying to do it very consciously, like very consciously knowing that I am connected, you know, with that constant remembrance so that when something shows up, I'm like, okay, it's not like I asked, so what would God do in this situation? It's not that it's sort of sitting here going, okay, this showed up. I've got to deal with this, you know, what's happening, what's the best way, what's the most, what's the best feelings I should have here? Like I should be more compatible. I'm really being very like mm. conscious in every moment of the limitless that I list limitlessness that, that I have. So I woke up the other day with this prayer in my head. And you can say it in any which order you want, because every time I say it, I say it differently. But it's sort of like gets rid of affirmations altogether. Like it takes affirmations and just kicks them out. Right. Because you don't need them. It's like walking around saying I have two feet. Affirmations are that right. You already know that about yourself. If you live in that place of connectedness, you already know that about yourself. Right. The issue becomes how much do you believe it? Right. And how much do you love yourself? So the other day I woke up with this huge prayer screaming in my head because that's when I get my messages are usually at night. And I woke up with. I love myself as I love you speaking to source. And, you know, immediately the thought was, do I love myself as much as I love source? Right. I trust myself as I trust you. Right. Do I trust myself as much as I trust source? I am source. I believe in you as I believe in myself. 
right? I trust in you as I trust in myself. I love you as I love myself. I surrender to you as I surrender to myself. I stand in my power for I stand with you, right? So when we say that, it's like, wait a second. You say it over and over again, you start to realize there's a gap, right? Because for me to say that, that means I have to believe in myself as much as I believe in source because we are one. Now that's the affirmation you need to be stepping into. I believe I trust in myself as much as I trust in source. So when people like, you know, I have clients too that come to me and say, I, I do love, you know, that higher power. Everybody's got a different name for it. And, but say, you know, I'll say, well, do you love yourself? No. Do you trust yourself? No. Well, how can you not love yourself and not trust yourself, but love and trust a higher power? You're one in the same. Right. And yeah. it's starting to realize that it's an oxymoron to think of anything beyond that. You can't yeah. love source more than you love yourself. No, and I think that's always been a big detriment to and a, and a misperception within when it comes to spirit or soul or source, whatever we want to call it. There's that distance between our experience between this experience and what we perceive as that experience. But they there is no this and that. It's just this. It's the wholeness. <laughs> Yeah. And we talk uh, about the oneness. We talk about the wholeness source off on this like distant plane, like, Oh, so nice. So bright and warm. <laughs> oh, source. And it's like, it's just, it's inside of you. It's, it's, it's you. It's you. You silly goose. Love yourself. You beautiful, you beautiful bee hotch. Sorry, I don't right? know. I'm exactly. not sure. <laughs> you need to know that that's part of who you are. <clears throat> That yeah. you are that. So we that, that's where I think the ego comes in, right? So it does talk about, you know, when we talk about this, it's it's like the ego saying, that's a beautiful concept. That's a wonderful feeling. That's a that's great interesting. thing. Right? That's interesting. But it's still creating that separation. Right? It's still creating that, oh, isn't, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah. know, but it is doesn't have what to be an nice, imagination like. you have honey you got a great imagination <laughs> right he's like yeah it's you know it sounds pretty good <laughs> that's my robert de niro to the best of my ability like it. it's good it's good sounds pretty good <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of the day, it's about sitting here and saying, okay, so if I am without limit and I can do anything and starting to believe in that, it's such a nicer and lighter feeling inside of you. Like just the feeling alone, even if you don't even know how to step into it, just allowing that feeling, just saying, okay, if that's a thing and I don't know how to do it yet, but I'm just going to allow it. And just allowing that to flow through you, already you begin to feel lighter. And if you think about the experiences, the things that you've done in your past as information that has fed the universe, not to mention, you're going to use that. That's helped you become who you are and what you're going to be in this life, in this experience. Right? And you're feeding the universe with this right and that is a great purpose too and this really interesting word came out this uh which i'd never heard before this channeling was was pre-awakened right so people who are awakening and this who i was who was sharing that energy that was sharing with me said it was pre-awakened and i asked what do you mean by pre-awakened so pre-awakened is the people who are considering themselves awakened and, and they're working in this path, but yet they say things like my purpose, my path. And as long as they come from a place of this is my purpose and my path, they're still only pre-awakened because the ultimate purpose and the ultimate path is, is to the, raise the frequency and vibration yeah, of everyone, purpose, which path. we all do. That is the ultimate goal. We just all do it differently, but we're, that's what we're doing. Right. Yeah, so, so we have to it, come from yeah. this is the ultimate purpose and the ultimate path. 
right? Mm, yes. I resonate with that a lot. Instead of it being, uh, yeah, it's the, the purpose, the path. Rather than a me, mine, myself. So if we could live in this experience, living our experience, we have to still live our experience. We need that. But if we could do it in a sense of knowing that we are without limit, that we are source. And I know you and I were joking that day. We The, the day that the, the channel first came out and you and I, I, I called you right away and we were joking. And I said, you know, when people say, oh, my God, like instead they should be saying. <laughs> I still say this, too. <laughs> they should just be saying, oh, I'm God. <laughs> yeah, I say that all the time now. I'm like, oh, I'm God. I can't <laughs> believe. <laughs> And before that might have been like a blasphemous and how could you say that? And that's taking the Lord's name in vain and all of that. But that's old news. That's that was never even true because we are connected. We are one. We are whole. We are part of that energy. So how are we not that? Yeah. It makes no sense. We can't go around saying that we are whole and we are connected and go into oneness and then not be able to say that I am source. Well, no. And I think a lot of people take it in a really like politically kingly sense to if you say that, that all of a sudden it's like this power. They take it in a very human way. Like I'm, you're saying, I'm God. I am this oligarchic ruler over the thine doust. <laughs> blah. But it's like, no, it's because like for me, like this past weekend, I... I was visiting family. Uh, my grandpa just passed and and it was a really I, I you know, I was noticing a lot of triggers coming up. I was like interacting with a lot of a lot of vibrations that made me extremely uncomfortable. But even and I would have my moments of being entirely human where I'm like resistance all the way. But then it would, you know, my awareness would just kind of settle into wow, this is all a mirror. This is all a reflection of me. What is there in here for me to forgive? What is there in each one of these interactions for me to release and love? How was, where is this with, all of this is within me. This is all me. This is all the I, this is all source. This is all one thing. Like what, and the moment I would become aware of that, all of that resistance, all of that angst, all of the tension in my shoulders and my neck would just melt. And it was just this sense that's of amazing. peace. It's true. When you can get yourself into that mindset during those moments, you're right. You can get yourself there. One of the, one of the practices that I have is that if I'm in a situation where I'm feeling a little angsty or triggery, immediately I kind of connect in my mind and my brain. So even if, you know, if I'm having, you know, a discussion with someone or whatever, I kind of sort of lower their volume. And in my own head, I'm like, I am one with you. I am one with you. Mm. I am one with you. And just remembering that connection that I have. And I'm not just one with source. I'm one with even the person who might not be very happy with me in that moment. Right. So I am one with all of that. And when I can immediately go there, it's just like, I feel this incredible calmness come over me. It's a, and it's a very empowering place. It's a very empowering place to, to step into. Um, just that and unconditional love. And I guess the question then becomes, the question then becomes, so what does this mean? What does this mean for a lot of the things that we've learned when it comes to law of attraction, when it comes to, you know, all of these things, I sort of sat there and thought, well, what does this mean for all of this? You know, I do my journaling different now. Like I look at when I'm journaling now, I actually journal to source. I guess I journal to myself. So I journal to source <laughs> and I say, you know, and, and I, and I ask for what I want. I'm just like, okay, please arrange this. Please do that. I'm, you know, can you, you know, I'm, I'm looking for this. Thanks a lot. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's all I have for today, but thank you. Thank like you. Source like, is your VA. <laughs> like source is my VA. And the very next day I will find in the next couple of days, those things pop up, pop up. And where I learned this technique and started doing this and where it really like went boom and resonated in my head was Abraham Hicks. Right. So it was something that came up during that, uh, during in one of the books I was reading. And I was like, yes, of course, right? Why wouldn't Source be my business partner? Why wouldn't Source be a big part of my life? It's who I am. 
So why am I sitting here asking for things that I'm already connected to? Right? I'm... So the more I would do this, the more I'm seeing like huge results and things changing in my world. And, and the weird part is I sort of sit here sometimes because I don't have as much, um, I'm going to say worry, you know, when you're opening something up as big as the International Academy of Universal Self-Mastery and I'm doing the book from bottom to top, you know, with a hundred um, authors and, you know, that's like, it's so much work that normally you would think that that's a really stressful thing. And most of my days, I'll, I'll be honest with you, do not flow. Like things like stuff happens that I have to Wait, deal they with. They don't. Oh, no. I had no idea. Sometimes things happen <laughs> and, but it's about, it's just not bothering me that much anymore. It's I'm, I'm more like I'm getting to that place where I used to, like a remembered behavior is coming up where I'm like, I can feel the angst coming up. And then I'm like, no. Even just in the past year of, of us working together and, and building our relationship, like just seeing your evolution over the past year has been incredibly expansive. Like just, cause I remember there, I mean, and I mean, like you said, with IOS building IOSM in the beginning, it was like, I'm pretty sure we were, we were all worried about how much hair we had left at some point. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know, yeah, it's, it's definitely, you know, setting and settling into that. And as we, we've, you know, we've had talks many times where we're like, there's definitely work there's another we're <laughs> lifting up again and we're just kind of letting go of like ah, it's just gonna it's all gonna work out it's all gonna work it's, out it's, it's all, all gonna, gonna work, work out. out and this morning i was actually going for a walk uh with my dog and i was outside and i just had this feeling of i don't know like there's nothing to worry about i don't it just kind of came over me of like there's really nothing to worry about all the things that I think are such big deals, it's nothing to worry about. And it wasn't like it was a, a feeling that was trying to convince me that there's nothing to worry about. It was actually this wonderful feeling of peace. Like it'll all lay out the way it lays out and there's really nothing for me to worry about. I just got to let it happen. Just got to let it happen. And it was so calming. And that's when, when we started this conversation today, we, you and I jumped on Zoom and you're like, how's your morning? And I'm, at first I was like in the, you know, because a few things went wrong and I was going to get into it. And then I just kind of was like, I don't know, that's all good. You know, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing to worry about. No. And I love, uh, it, that reminds me of, I think it's from the power of now, Eckhart Tolle. And he said, uh, uh, you know, like if you find yourself, getting lost in your mind, not being in the now, just stop for a moment and ask yourself, what is wrong with this present moment? What is wrong with this moment now? And pretty much I, 150% of the time when you ask yourself that question and you come into the now, there's never one thing you can find wrong. Never one oh, thing. It's, you know, it's you, a lot of times like, we put ourselves into anxiety over things that have not happened yet or things that we imagine that will happen. Like, what if this happens? What if I do this and that happens? What if yeah, this like, happens? That's not and, this real. and I don't know if you've done it. I know I've done it in the past. Have you ever got yourself into a scenario in your head where you're like, well, what if this happens and then that might happen and that you can get yourself all worked up, like your emotions and yeah. everything get into so it. You're, right? Yeah, so all of a sudden it's like you're pitting out, you have pit stains about what might happen in two <laughs> weeks. And you're like, but if this happens in two weeks, it's gonna really suck. And it's like, dude, you're staining your pits right now. Chill. Right. That's not, that's not even real. And then you're like, but it could be. <laughs> right. So you yeah. sit there and you're like thinking about that. But then on the opposite end, you could say, well, wouldn't it be nice if this happened instead? Like there's no rule out there that what ifs have to be negative. We just automatically like to go to the negative. You know, that's our go to. You know, the well, horror I, story. Yeah, so, we're conditioned to the to like the drama, you know. The worst it's case like, scenario. Let's just put out the worst case yeah. scenario. I remember I used to do I do a lot of driving. I used to do a lot of driving when I was working outside the house and I was like I would drive sometimes, like I could be stuck in traffic for hours. And I would get I would start thinking about something I have to do that way day or a conversation I have to have with a boyfriend that's an ex now or whatever it is. And then I, what if he says this? And what if he said, and I could find myself, get myself into a point where I would start crying. 
and I'd be so upset. And meanwhile, none of it was even real. But the trick is, the really interesting part of that is, is that because I imagined it, my subconscious doesn't know that it's not real. Yeah. And I actually, because I put all that emotion behind it, because our emotion is like the punch behind a manifestation, right? Whether and it's so good you'd or manifest bad. it. And I turned around and I put all of that emotion behind it. And guess what happened? I made it happen. Yep. That's the, and that's the thing we, so many of us don't realize is we are constantly manifesting in every single moment, whether we're aware of it or not. It's like every thought is creative energy. And like you said, emotion is evocation. The more emotionality you have behind a thought, that's what, yeah, like you said, that's the, the punch that gives it. And so there'll even be times I'll be driving, you know, even recently and all of a sudden I'll start just getting that aggro, like, oh yeah, well, if this happened, and then I'm like, oh shit, no, just shut up, get out of here, no. I'm like, even that little bit of reality you're gonna create, you're done, get out. I'm no, not doing true. that. You have to be very aware of yourself all the time. You have to so guard it's about your really thoughts slowing pretty... down. And so if I could do that with an with a sad thought or a what if negative thought, a worst case scenario thought, I can do that with a best case scenario thought. Yeah. I can do the exact same thing with a best case scenario thought. So now it's if my mind starts drifting, I'm like, well, but what would be the best thing that could happen now? You know, yeah. right away I go into what would be the best thing that would happen now? Wouldn't it be nice if this would happen? Wouldn't it be nice? If well, the reason why I say wouldn't it be nice, and that's another Hicks little tool, is because we have all these limiting beliefs, right? Mm -hmm. So because of our limiting beliefs, we can't just go from A to Z in one affirmation, in one manifestation. We have to allow our subconscious and our nervous system to be able to buy into what we're saying, right? So the first step of doing that is saying, wouldn't it be nice if, because you're not gonna say that it's, this is the way it's gonna be, but if you go into, wouldn't it be nice if, now yeah. it's listening. You have now, to believe that it's possible first. That's right, so you have to believe in the possibility of it first, right? And then that's also a lot easier on the body because if you go to, I am this and I am that and you don't believe it, then you, you've just sort of nixed it out because there's one part of you that's saying the words and the other part of you is going, nope, that's not gonna happen, right? So it's not gonna work. So, but if you turn around and you say, wouldn't it be nice if there's no resistance to that? Hmm. Right, and you can play out that best case scenario. Yeah. Right, which is amazing. And I've been doing that a lot. Like I do that all the time now. Everything's wouldn't it be nice if I, I could spend a whole day and do wouldn't it be nice if like you could write it in your journal, all the like, pages and pages of wouldn't it be nice. If. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because you're never asking for too much. Do we have do do. do I was going to say, have some people put in your wouldn't it be nice ifs. Yes. Send us your wouldn't it be nice ifs. Yeah, Elizabeth post those in the chat. You guys are so Just on point. Totally right. Thank you. And yes, you're a beautiful soul too, Helen. Proclaim so, your wouldn't it be nice ifs. Just yeah, pro write nice them down. If. And it's great. Like it's wouldn't it be nice if, you know, and I think also people have this um, feeling that they can only ask for so much money. Like if they're asking for money, money is energy. It At is. the end of the day, it's, it's energy. It's energy. nothing else. It's not a special energy. It's just energy, just like everything else, right? And, you know, they're too afraid to ask for a million dollars or they're too afraid to ask for big numbers because they don't deserve it. See what uh, I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, well, you and can that's... ask for whatever you want. Source is not up there going, well, look at you being all greedy guts. Like, there's nobody up there judging you. Yeah. Well, and one, oh man, this is, you know, I love this stuff. It's because one of the things I've been getting into is like how being is the nature of becoming. So a lot of the times we're like, oh, I want to be, and obviously you have to believe that that's possible, like being a millionaire. But then when you really get down to the, I am of it, well, if I am a millionaire, well, what is a millionaire? What is a millionaire? How does a millionaire sleep? What does a millionaire wear? What does a millionaire think like? What does a millionaire breathe like? 
And then you be that on a quantum level. You be that. You step into whatever that abundance. What is abundance? You be that instead of placing it off like, I will be. I will be. No, be it now. And then that literally just locks in all the vibrations and the universe is like, all right, here you go. You're, 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 because you attract what you are, not what you want. You have to, you attract what you are. The, the trick is always making sure that there's no conflicting thought coming out of you from anywhere else. Yes. Right. So an interesting example, I was, uh, I used to have a Toyota Corolla and I moved up to cottage country. I always had trucks up until then. So now I've got this Corolla the sports Corolla and I'm like moving stuff three hours from my old place to my cottage. Like I'm driving back and forth, driving back and forth. And I just got rid of my truck and I'm like, man, it'd be so good to have my truck back. Like to have my truck again, like to be able to have an SUV or a truck again. So nothing, you know, it was just something that I put out there. I didn't even, I didn't even know I was putting it out there. Right. The following week I'm driving home and there's like a, a little bit of a blizzard. I'm going to say, and everybody's driving about 40, I don't know what that is in miles, but 40 kilometers an hour. I think that's around 60 miles an hour and something like that. So I'm driving. No, be less. Anyways, whatever. So I'm driving really, really slow. And because it's, it's just the roads are so bad and all the cars are really spaced out. And there's one lane coming, one lane going. So I'm on this old country road and this truck that's coming towards me, a pickup truck, his back end trailer skids like it jackknifes in front of me and I see it coming. Like it came from like, there was a lot of space between me and the car in front of me. So I saw it coming, but I'm looking and I'm like, I got nowhere to go. So I just moved over a little bit, but it had snowed so much. I couldn't tell if the ditch was flat or it was an actual ditch. Right. So I couldn't go too far over and I knew I was going to get hit. And I was just kind of sitting there and it hit me on the front quarter on the driver's side and it spun me around and I ended up going way out into the field with it. And Jasper is now out of the driver's seat or a passenger seat sitting on the dashboard, looking at me. Right. So, and we're now going through this field and everybody came out, you know, a bunch of people came out, every airbag I had went off, of course. Right. Cause on the trailer was like this big tractor on top of the trailer. Like I got hit with a big farm a piece of farm equipment. Oh my gosh. And so we're out there and I'm like at that state of where I can't speak. You know, when you first get hit, I'm like in shock. And this head came in my window, like in, in the door or the door opened. This head came in going, I know CPR. Do you need help? And I'm just like in shock. First of all, like a jack in the box just jumped up in front of me. And I'm just sort of sitting there. And I said, I think I'm fine. Turns out I had like, uh, like uh, varnish and stuff that I was returning back to the Home Depot and it had all the lids popped open in the back seat. Like there was like stuff all over the place. I never, ever put my computer in the trunk. I always put it in the back seat. That day I put it in my trunk. I've never done that. So I was like my left, you know, it was just weird how things happened. Anyways, I remember this little voice saying, are you okay? This woman. And I didn't say anything. And she goes, what do you want now? It sounded like this angel, this, this little female voice. And she said, what do you need right now? And I said, no, no. What did she ask me? She said, I'm sorry. What do you want right now? And I said, I want to go home. And she said, where do you live? And I said, at that time I was living in Burlington. I said, Burlington. And she said, oh, where in Burlington? And I told her and she said, oh, we're a block away from you. We were both two and a half hours from home. She goes, we were behind you when the accident happened. We'll be waiting for you and we'll take you and your dog home. And I was like, okay. And I got out of the car, grabbed my computer and the suitcase out of the trunk. And I didn't even look back at the car. And when they pulled the car out of the ditch, you know, when they, the, they come in the, and then it's like, it's actually vertical now. They, and everything was dripping out of it, like gas and varnish. Oh. And like everything was dripping out of my car that was only like six months old. And everything was like dripping out of my car. And I'm looking at this going, how did we just walk out of that? Like, how did we just walk out of that? And two weeks later, I had a truck. <laughs> and the insurance money paid off my loan because I never ever ever paid the extra ten dollars to get this depreciation waiver thing like they give you the cost to replace your car and so I got to pay off the loan got a truck and we walked away without a scratch now I would have rather have done that without a head-on collision but it was like the best way Absolutely. that it could have turned out. <laughs> it's just, this happens to me all the time, this kind of stuff. 
this was, you know, I had, <laughs> this was going on two years ago, a little over two years ago, uh, probably about two and yeah, almost two. Yeah. Anyway. So it was, uh, I remember it was back in my really, my really dark days. And I, uh, I was just drinking, using a lot of substances. And I remember talking with source one day while I was driving and I was like, source, I, I don't want to keep doing this, but <laughs> I'm too much of a wuss to make the choice to change myself. And so what did source do? Hooked me up with a cop that gave me a DUI. And, <laughs> and I was just like, and, but, and it took me a second, like a month after that had happened. And, and I just started laughing hysterically because I was like, Oh, I'm God. I literally asked for this. This is literally, it would, you, you know, source is just like, you, you want to, you want to stop? Okay. Here's a reason. And I did, and I got it. And I wasn't even mad. Like the, the whole experience, I was just like, okay, I see you. I see you. I see it. I see this. I yes, see. absolutely. And like so, we, and we always look for the opportunities. We never look at those obstacles also being opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. It was totally a gift. I mean, it, it really was, you know, and you hear so many people talk about those kinds of experiences. Like I got screwed. Ah, lawyer, fuck me. And, uh, but it was, it was a, one of the most beautiful blessings I've received in my life. And, uh, yeah. It's those significant moments that make something change. And then you sit back and go, oh, I'm so glad that happened. But at the moment you're upset about it. And it was, it's like, it, it, it was an opportunity. So yeah. I say we should get the word obstacle, like right out of our vocabulary altogether and just call it like an opportunity with a challenge or just call it an opportunity. It's just a different kind yeah. of an opportunity. Yeah. Or you're sitting on gold. Like that's what I always, you know, someone will be like, oh, this thing is happening or it happened. And, uh, and I'm like, you don't even realize it, but you're sitting on solid gold. Like you're on a, <laughs> you're sitting on a gold mine and they're like, I'm not sure I follow. And I'm like, dude, literally like, you know, think about this painful experience you're having for you to transmute that with forgiveness and self-love and acceptance and allowance. You're going to be have more relate, uh, yeah, more relatable to others. You're going to be able to change other people's lives by giving them compassion and love. And you're just, that suffering is going to go away. You're sitting on gold to just experience yeah. the depths of love and life that you didn't even know were available. You always knew were available. You just simply were f focusing your attention at the wrong areas. Absolutely. So if anything comes from the show today, I'm going to say my last words and I'll let you bring in yours too, Dylan. But I think my last words here are just basically just take a moment because I know if you are at all have done any work on yourselves or you're at, at all spiritual anyway, you know this to be true. There's something deep inside of you that says, yep, I am part of everything and not just words that I say sometimes and in some situations or when I'm teaching or whatever, but I need to live this all the time. I need to always remember who I am. I need to remember what I am always. And then most of the things that you think about are trouble are just not, you know, you look at things differently. You see the world differently. If you can look from the other side of the mirror, so to speak and understand who and what you are. And if you can wrap your head around that, and I'm going to change the word understand there to remember and then reestablish it into your life. Because I think that's the, that that's the transformational evolutionary shift that we've been all waiting for is coming is remembering that we can live this experience, but with the remembrance and the reestablishment of knowing what we are. And that just creates a whole new era. Right? Mm, yes, absolutely. Awesome. Anything you'd like to add, Dylan? Yeah, I would say, I mean, we're all, as, as Aisha was saying, you know, everyone is, we, we all experience source in one way or another, whether you're looking out the windows and you're seeing a gaggle of geese fly in a, in a formation that you can't explain. Science says that they know all the answers, but do they really? I mean, that, that's just straight magic. But you're looking out 
and and you experience God or Source or Yahweh or whatever dogmatic terminology you want to use, I would say just don't shy away from it. Don't push it down and under the the guise that, oh, it's just whatever, that's weird. No, that's you. That's this. That's allow yourself to revel in it. And and I I do a thing that I call crafting my pants, uh, which is cry laughing, which is basically where I allow, you know, you just have this crazy bubbling over of of love and I don't even there's emotions I don't even have names for but they just flow through me that I my the only way my body can express itself is crying and laughter and so I would say just allow yourself to unlock you know like allow yourself to just it's going to be okay and and there's no no need to worry about what other people think because they're all you and yeah. what we all what we all desire is that we all desire oneness and connection and being seen. So see yourself and you will welcome others into a space to also see you and to see themselves. Awesome. That's a beautiful thing. And you said, that's what we all desire. You don't have to desire it. You are it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only from you the vein it. of separateness, separateness do we desire it. That's right. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining us today for I Got This. Yeah, thank you, everybody. I being the universal I, I got this. <laughs> we will be back. We'll be back in our next episode coming up soon. And uh, you'll be catching our podcasts. And uh, yeah, we'll be releasing these on. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be releasing this on Anchor. So be sure to check us out on Anchor. And uh, yeah, we will see you guys at the next episode. Bye. <laughs>